Listening Dog Media. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello and a warm welcome to the Offside Rule. We're here to solve all your festive dilemmas, to indulge in some festive football and to generally get a little bit Christmassy. Too soon? <laughs> we don't think so. It's me, Kate Borsay, here to keep your ears warm in these December days. In the lead up, of course, to Crimbo. Uh, fortunately, two little elves in the studio with me today. Well, they are elfing football gods, if there is even such a thing. First up, getting the grotto all in order. It's Lindsay Hooper. And alongside, just making sure that all those presents are wrapped just so, it's Ali Bender. Welcome both. <laughs> Do you know what's really funny? I just realised that we're wearing red and green. We are. Much, so we look very Christmassy. Christmas on message. You are fully festive, that's for sure. Uh, Lindsay, you made your Prime Video debut yes. for Amazon. Tell us about that. Yes, and across the board it was a debut, wasn't it? From Tuesday night, they yes. started all the coverage. On Wednesday night, which was the night I was involved, I was at Stamford Bridge at Chelsea versus Aston Villa. Uh, nice undertones there as well, Ali, for your yeah, former captain. John She's Terry. a Chelsea fan. So yeah. John Terry coming back to the bridge. The return of JT. Yes, uh, but it, it was a bigger test because there were six live games all happening at once. There was a couple of late kickoffs, mm. but you know, at one point there were six live matches And that's happening. Amazon's big sell, isn't it? That you can basically watch every single game. Um, we'll find out what happened behind the scenes with you, Lindsay, whether it, whether it all seemed like it was a kind of normal match day to you. Ali, what did you think watching I it? Loved it. I loved it. Do you know, it, it does feel like a brave new world. It's um, At first I was a bit like, this feels weird watching games on my phone because I'm very much normally a television or a radio kind of a person. But first of all, um, my, I mean, my Wi-Fi connection is absolutely brilliant. It was it was really clear. It was fast. Some people were talking about buffering issues. I didn't have anything like no, that. I didn't but what I loved about it, and actually I was watching it with my five-year-old, and I was saying what's great about it is you can actually go back and watch clips of the goals. Yes. And he thought this was amazing. And he said, oh, mummy, it's great because you don't have to you know, forward and rewind. It just goes straight back yeah. on. So that would be my mm. biggest selling point, And I loved it. But how was it? I loved it. It was great fun. I mean, it wasn't anything too out of the ordinary and I think that's across the board what they've done is delivered football in a way that everyone is used to seeing there's no real radical way of doing it 
So I, I think we've got really knowledgeable pundits, very, very good presenters, hopefully good reporters. Um, so, yeah, it goes <laughs> to that. <laughs> they have got a mega sort of roster of people, haven't they? And I suppose that their wage bill is going to be high. We know the advertising set at higher than other Premier League games through Sky or BT. And interestingly, I think they're charging more for their advertising. So yes, that but is be- their model, isn't it? Because it's a bit of an experiment, they did get a better deal for, for that package. Oh, did they? So, yeah, they didn't pay the same odds as I think that Sky and BT have paid. If you'd have broken it mm. down just for one match week, mm. they probably got it considerably lower. And they've lower. got 20 matches in total. Yes, and then Boxing Day, weeks. they return yeah. um, for, for Boxing Day fixtures. Like you, Ellie, I really like the mobile experience. Thought, yeah. thought that was really good. I kept trying to take a screenshot of hoops and realised that they were very clever. And of course, they basically black out the screen so that, so that you can't ah. share any picture. Which I thought Somebody was managed very... to, though. I got oh, a couple. Well, it's obviously me then. Um, they're never flattering. So. Perhaps they took a picture of their TV rather than yes, a screenshot, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But I love that side of it too. Um, I went on to the media show on Radio 4 this week just just sort of talking about the experience about how we watch, you know, particularly women, I have to say, watch uh, a lot of TV and game on their phones uh, rather than on a traditional TV because we're on the go, probably yeah. more, doing stuff or multi <laughs> multitasking maybe. Um, but I love that side of it. I really did. Um, well, that's good news. Well done to Hoops for that one. Um, Ali, you've been joking with Manuel Pellegrini this week, haven't you? Oh, yeah. It was actually nice to see him like this because you'll both know he doesn't normally give us that kind of side of him it's always very straight down the middle and it's always uh you know you come out of the press conference thinking he didn't really say anything but as soon as we entered the room he had a really good laugh with us and he basically said um are you surprised to see me here because aren't I top of the odds to be sacked and he was really <laughs> relaxed obviously they had that win over Chelsea which kind of eased a bit of pressure but uh but yeah he was he was quite funny I was also with Roy Hodgson as well so I was with the golden oldies oh, this no. week it seems lovely we love Roy here on this show yeah. and we'd like to speak to you for our offside exclusives very soon please Roy uh, more managers uh, skating on thin ice in just a moment Ali I feel uh, like I've reversed single handedly reversed the fortunes of Southampton I went to watch them at the weekend they won 2-1 against yes. Watford uh, on Wednesday night they won 2-1 against Norwich I feel like it's a bit of Borse aura <laughs> seeping through you know how you sometimes own a bit of a club if you've got I've got a friend there so I take a big interest in them and I just feel like they've maybe turned a corner and it could be to do with me. No, it isn't really. But anyway, I like to think so. Uh, also coming up on the show, we're getting festive and uh, finding you all the Christmas tat that your club and other football-related things can offer. Think about an Ipswich Town Christmas jumper that says, Hark now, hear the Ipswich sing in giant letters across the front. Classy. What? Uh, plus, we're talking football's power couples after we had one of the best power couples in the football world, the whole wide world, in on our WSL show on Monday. And as but we're here to remind you that we're on Jack Radio every Friday from the new time of four o'clock. So give them a listen too. But first. All right. It's officially sacking season, isn't it? Kike Sanchez-Flores is the latest manager to be sacked in the Premier League after just 85 days. And by the time you hear this, we're recording Thursday. Another one could have gone. We're looking at you, Marco Silva. It doesn't look good, does it, for the Everton manager at the moment? So Flores, possibly Silva, joins Javi Gracia, Unai Emery, Maurizio Pochettino from the Premier League who've gone so far. But overall, uh, there have been 25 departures across England's four top tiers. The shortest range 
Orient. Do you want to know who this goes to? It goes to Carl Fletcher at Leighton Orient and his total of 29 days in charge. So we want to know about some of the shortest managerial reigns. What can we talk about to make Carl Fletcher and all the others feel a little bit better? Shall we start with Leroy, shall we? Our good well, friend yeah, Leroy. Yes, so we both work with Leroy Rossini okay. at IMG. Well, yeah, I mean, he, his, they actually talk about his in seconds that it was so short. <laughs> he was basically in charge of Torquay for, I think it's 600 seconds, they say, which is basically about 10 minutes. I mean, it's not his fault because basically when he was appointed, a consortium took over and decided they wanted to go in another direction. And he's always defending it whenever it comes up. But I've also got a funny little anecdote about Leroy Rossini, and this made me laugh. I was presenting on air with him one day and we always introduce ourselves. I say, I'm Alison Bender. And he says, and I'm Leroy Rossini, says it just like that. And then he said to me, do you know, my name actually isn't Rosinia, it's actually Rosinoir. And I said, well, why do you say Rosinia then? Because we all copy you. Yeah. And he said, you know, I just got so bored of having to correct everyone that I just decided to say it wrong myself. <laughs> How hilarious is that? I think that must happen across the board <laughs> in football. foreign players, right? Yeah. Because there was a really interesting tweet, and I forget who it was from. It was one of our chums in football tweeted out a list of players' names and actually how they how they should Danny be Danny Jameson. Said. Yes, it was. Yes. yes, thank you. And that was so interesting, wasn't it? But yet we still call most still of them that. how we've always so done. So what we have to do in the Premier League is at the start of every season, when you're watching the TV coverage, wherever you watch it, uh, you will see that the players line up and they, they do their walk to camera in their kit. Yes. Well, we go down for those days. And what we also do on those days is we ask players to pronounce their names for commentators around the world. And I've done that job a few times with a few different clubs. And the amount of times that players, uh, certainly foreign players, stood in front of you and you say, can you say your name for camera? Well, how do you want me to say it? How you say it? (laughs) And they're like, but I can say it how you say it. No, no, this is the whole point is that we want the world to say it as it is. And has anyone ever surprised you? Yeah, well, there's there's still one going around from this season, which I'm finding hilarious because I now sound like the person, the one person getting it wrong, whereas I was actually with him and he yeah. told me you say it. So it's Jennipu. Musa Jennipu. Jennipu at Southampton. But everyone ah. says Jennipo or, yeah. or, or Jennepo or yeah. something like that. Whereas if you watch the video back, there's, there's mm. a reference tool as well for everyone to go back and watch it and see them say their own name. The only thing I would caveat that with is that sometimes people even say their own name wrong. What? <laughs> yeah, so you, the, you've watched a video, you repeat it exactly the same way and then they say, oh no, that isn't how I say it. So you're, you are stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit with that. Uh, there was the whole Phil Yagielka Jagielka yes. wasn't there that for was ages. That was crazy, that was mind-blowing. Phil Yagielka or Phil Jagielka. Yeah, mind blown. <laughs> um, so who else? Uh, Lindsay weighed in with another manager who's had a very short time in charge. I thought it would be fitting to go with one that I covered. So reporting for the Premier League, often you're sent um, last, last minute, you get some news through, breaking news, and you've got to go and cover the story. And this was one that I had to go and cover. I did think that the writing was on the wall, but not so soon as it actually happened. So I'm going to talk about Crystal Palace. And I'll give you a couple of examples of Crystal Palace, actually. But Frank de Boer is the one that I actually mm. went to go and cover at the time because he replaced Sam Allardyce. Sam Allardyce, at that time, if you actually recall, said he was going to retire. Yeah. He, he didn't end up retiring, but he said that, he, you know, after... Good luck with that, Sam. Yeah, in 2017, he said that he was going to put his feet up for a while, which, um, which didn't last too long. Frank de Boer came in with this new style 
that, uh, that he wanted to introduce. So a different way of playing football, which is, of course, completely the opposite to what, the way that Crystal Palace had been playing under Sam Allardyce. And it was quite an ask. I mean, unless you change the whole of the squad, there's going to be certain habits that have developed and certain duties and 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 organisations that, that people have got used to. And then you've got to completely turn that on its head. So I think from the beginning and the outset, he was warning everyone, I need time. But he didn't get it. He got 77 days, wow. four games in the job. Uh, there were four defeats. I think the thing that really sank it for him was that no goals were scored at all. But there are managers that have gone on and they've had much more time with no goals scored, might I add. I mean, that happened with Javi Gracia at the start of this season. He got more than four and I don't think Watford had scored any. So it's really difficult in those times. I think it, it depends on what's happened prior and who's on the market to potentially mm. come in and replace and I'm sticking with Crystal Palace. I'll give you another one with that club because Dave Bassett, this is one when we were younger, much, that much younger. That was a long time ago, wasn't it? Well, I was two. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, got, he got four days and he never actually signed the contract with Crystal Palace. He went back to Wimbledon and, and did basically, basically a huge U-turn on his yes, decision and yes. decided to go. He backed out of it. Okay, so he got how many days in charge? Dave Bassett, four okay. days. So Bassett got four days in charge. I'll jump up to nine days, a whole five days later in 2009. And this connects back to Carl Fletcher, actually, because the reason why he only got 29 days was he didn't mix enough with players or staff at the training ground. And Leighton Orient soon realised that they'd made a mistake, basically, in appointing him. One of the people involved in his departure, Orient's director of football, Martin Ling, who himself managed a whole 20 days less. So nine days when he was manager of Cambridge United. Um, he quit because he couldn't get on with the club's chairman, George Rolls. Uh, the same fate happened to his predecessor as well, actually. It lasted just over a week, nine days for Martin Ling. Ali, who have you got? I've got a couple more as well. Paul Scholes at Oldham, 31 days. Uh, Marcelo Bielsa as well at Lazio, just two days. Um, apparently he resigned because of broken promises in the transfer market. There's quite a few of them out there, but the one I really want to talk about is uh, Julian Lopetegui, just because it was such a weird thing. And I was out in Russia for the World Cup and, you know, you're preparing for a World Cup. This is the, with Spain, of course. This is the biggest job of your career. They've got a massive game against Portugal two days before and suddenly we hear that he's been having talks behind the Spain Federation's back with Real Madrid which again is a massive job but you know it didn't go down well at all Uh, the head of the Federation Rubiales he'd only been in the job a couple of months I think he really had to be strong on this one so he sacked Lopetegui while we were all out in Russia it was absolutely crazy um, to think about it but then when he ended up going to Real Madrid which should have been the biggest most exciting job of his life that he ditched Spain for he only managed four months there had a terrible time and Solari Santiago Solari took over from him so I mean that's a pretty miserable four months isn't it for a manager yeah not good topsy-turvy and it definitely doesn't get off to the best start and bringing back in Marco Silva at Everton you do wonder with the way that it finished with Watford whether it just starts things on a bad note doesn't it yeah well we will see who's next in fact have you got a tip for who you think is going to be next to go because obviously there are rumours around Southampton's manager he might be okay now obviously we know Marco Silva may have gone by the time that this comes out Oli Gunnar Solskjaer has obviously got a good win under his belt against Spurs that's probably bought him some time you've been a great omen for Southampton (laughs) so Ralph Hasenhutl can rest easy for a while the thing about Hasenhutl is that I mean obviously Southampton have had a really tough season but you just get the impression I've, I've interviewed so many of the players 
managers and I think they seem to really like the they manager won't. so I, I think it's one of those situations where and, and he's brought out the best in so many mm. players like James Ward-Prowse one of them for example mm. but yeah I mean it is a results business I think you're right Ole Gunnar Solskjaer that massive win over Tottenham's bought him a little bit of time as well but yeah Marco Silva we're all really looking at aren't we yes well sacking season it is and it's most certainly not done yet next up power couples Hello Offside Rule fans, just wanted to take this opportunity to remind you of our WSL show and this week it is jam-packed. Not only have we got Kate Borsay joined by commentator extraordinaire Robin Cowan, but we've also got former Lioness and Robin's co-coms Laura Bassett in the studio. As if that wasn't enough, Laura brought along her partner Mark Skinner. Sound familiar? Yeah, he's the guy who's in charge of Orlando Pride, the NWSL team. He's in to talk to us about that, as well as Birmingham. Want more? Of course you do. We've also got Willie Kirk, Everton manager. He celebrated his year-long anniversary, so we spoke to him about that and how Everton is progressing on this season. Plus, we've got Tim Stillman talking to goal-scoring machine Vivian Miedemar. And we've got Rich Laverty telling us all about the offside rule and the Guardian's top 100 female players. It's huge, it's massive, it's worth it. Just search Offside Rule WSL Edition wherever you're listening to this right now and hit subscribe to make sure that you don't miss out on another one. You're listening to The Offside Rule with Kate Borsay, Lindsay Hooper and Ali Bender. Well, on our WSL show this week, we had the women's football power couple Mark Skinner, head coach of Orlando Pride out in America, and Laura Bassett, his very lovely partner, former Lioness. I listened in. They were brilliant. Yeah, they were. I'm Um, I'm so gutted that I missed them. Well, they missed you as well, Lindsay, because Mark Skinner is very, very fond of you, as is our Bass, of course. Um, So being that they were in the studio this week, we thought we'd talk other footballing power couples. Obviously, the ideal is a footballer and a footballer or a manager and a player, but that doesn't happen so much. So just hit me with who you think are the top footballing power couples. So I'm, I've gone a little bit um, a little bit off the wall here, but I've decided to go with a reporter and a footballer. Okay. Um, so this is Ika Casillas and Sara Carbonero. And the reason I want to talk about the, this um, amazing couple, I was working out in La Liga years ago and I was working for Real Madrid when Ika Casillas was there. And I saw Sara as a, as a young reporter sort of coming through. And um, she caused an absolute stir, didn't she, in the World Cup because apparently she this. was a distraction oh, when Spain won to Switzerland. Sake. And they were absolutely fuming but of course Spain went on to win the World Cup and uh, everyone remembers that moment when she was interviewing Ika Casillas and he kind of grabbed her and gave her a massive kiss and she actually looked really embarrassed about it but she was the one who got the stick um, when actually it was Ika who kind of initiated it but the reason I think it's really important um, to address is obviously you know you just never know what's going to happen in life Ika Casillas suffered when he went to Porto uh, you know this heart condition he had to retire from football and at the very same time poor Sarah was going through treatment for ovarian cancer Mm. you know they've got two young children as well and you know life changes and and they've you know had to sort of adapt to that so I just wanted to sort of to mark them up I suppose as as a as a football power couple yeah very nice Lindsay Hooper what have you got for me well I have a very similar one in the sense that another reporter that was that was with a player in fact had been with two what (laughs) Uh, Maro Icardi is with Wanda Nara now Wanda used to be married to Maxi Lopez they divorced in 2013. I think they had about three children together. And now she's gone on to have two children uh, with the Argentina forward as well. Uh, but the th- reason why I think it's in particular interest in terms of power is that she's also his agent. 
Oh, so well, she brokers the deals, um, as well as being a, a TV personality uh, in Argentina nice. too. But the ultimate power couple, go on, in football has to be because they have all the power. They've got the cards. They've got the whistle. It's Michael and Lucy Oliver. This of is the course. answer. That's a great answer. Yes. The refereeing couple. Let me let me throw a few more in, and then let's yeah. let's 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 add in a few more quick fire. Okay, we could also go down the line of Shakira and PK, Jared PK, Schweinsteiger, and and Anna Ivanovic, the oh, tennis yeah. player, former French Open winner, Casey Stoney, uh, Manchester United women's manager, and Megan Harris, former footballer. Another one of f- footballing's power couples, Posh and Bex. I mean, dare I mention the Posh ultimate? And Bex? Well, they're they the, are ultimate. the ultimate. Yeah, they are dare the ultimate. I, dare power I do couple. that? Have to. Ali, any others to throw in? I've got a few more actually. So, Lindsay, you just reminded me of you know the women who hold all the cards. So, Christian Fuchs <laughs> of Leicester, his wife Reluca is absolutely incredible. Now, she lives in New York, Manhattan, with their two children plus uh, Fuchs's stepson, and you know he jets back every month to see her. But she's a former businesswoman, Goldman Sachs. Um, she runs runs a football academy. She does all this behind-the-scenes stuff. Obviously, Fuchs has got his own clothing line as well. No Fuchs given. And they're sort of paving the way for their sort of life in the future when he retires yeah. from football as well. He's doing he a lot of gaming as well, Exactly, e-sports. E- and he also wants to be an NFL kicker. So they've got a lot going on. And she's one of the nicest women. I did an interview with him after Leicester won the league. And when I arrived, um, actually it was at their house, she laid out beers and snacks for all the reporters. She was absolutely lovely. What a woman. I know. I really, I, I, I really, really respect her. Abby Wambach and Glennon Doyle, to me, these are the ultimate power couple. They are yeah. incredible. So I met Abby Wambach during the Euros, actually. And um, and she, you know, she was kind of like, she, they'd both been married before, in fact. And they said that they had learned from their previous bad man, uh, bad marriages. And they've actually... And, and manners. No, no, <laughs> they have literally gone on to do some incredible things. I mean, Abby's written a couple of books. They've got this incredible kind of leadership course for young girls called Wolfpack. Did you see the documentary? So there's a doc- documentary right now that you can watch, which is the Reese Witherspoon one on Netflix oh, and she it. does she does different women mm. um, they're only very bite sized 20-30 minutes long and ah. she did Abby Wambach and wow and Glennon Doyle yeah. yeah I have to say I mean they are they are so inspiring when you when you speak to Abby you just come away inspired I mean she's like she's got sort of Barack Obama on speed dial and stuff she's really changing things for women as well she's so, my amazing. best mate after the 20, 2015 World Cup isn't she where I snuggled in close with Abby to get an exclusive interview for the offside rule well her Agent had been in, in touch with us about doing an exclusive, so maybe yes. one day. Come along um, and be on our show. Sticking with the US, mm. I think right now, this day and age, Alex Morgan has got yep. to be up there with uh, Savado Carrasco because yes. he was a midfielder for LA Galaxy. So they met through football yeah. and in America they, they both, are huge. Yeah, and they were both at Orlando together, I think, weren't they? But mm. he didn't have his contract renewed, so went to LA Galaxy. So they're living apart, possibly, at the moment. Well, here's a couple more pop star footballer to add in. Uh, it's, it's a bit cliche, but you know, if we're carrying on the inheritance of Posh and Bex and uh, Ashley Cole and Cheryl Cole, of course, that didn't work out. Alex Oxlade Chamberlain and Perry Edwards from Little yeah. Mick. Yeah. Throw that one in. Wayne and Frankie Bridge. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Bit of an inspirational couple. Um, how about managers and assistant managers who are like old married couples? I'm thinking Sven Goran Eriksson and Todd Grip. They went everywhere together, didn't they? Pochettino and Jesus as well. Yeah. Yes, exactly. They're pretty inseparable. Paco Ayesteran and uh, Rafael Benitez. They worked together at Osasuna. Then Paco was his uh, assistant manager um, at Tenerife, Valencia, Liverpool. Of course, he came to as well. On the flip side of that, 
Gary Monk and Pep Clotet, there's been a right old bust up between those two, hasn't there? And there was a, it kind of all centred around Birmingham City's clash with Sheffield Wednesday. Um, but uh, Gary Monk launched a blistering attack on uh, Pep Clotet, who was his assistant at Swansea City, Leeds and Birmingham, um, before replacing him at St Andrews. I don't speak with him, said Monk. What's most important to me is when I'm assembling a staff around me uh, to work with me, the key thing is to give them an opportunity and to show them complete trust. And you hope that they repay that trust. Oh, knife Ooh, in the back. Yeah. All right, so let's round up our three ultimate power couples. Are we giving awards out now? Uh, Abby Wambach and Glennon Doyle, Posh and Bex and Michael and Lucy Oliver. We love the power, but not as much as we love the football shop tat and general Christmas football paraphernalia. That's next. This is the Offside Rule from Muddy Knees Media. Well, I wasn't allowed to do this in November, but now we're officially in December. It's time to talk Christmas club tat (laughs) and other general footballing tat as well. So this is your inspiration, folks, because we're at this time of year when you do start thinking about Christmas shopping. I'm feeling stressed because I haven't got my tr- Christmas tree up which is ridiculous. Got mine up. Oh, Have I got up mine up before Honestly, you? you're like the busiest person ever. <laughs> In all hilarity though, my other half went to Ikea yesterday to buy the Christmas trees uh, because you get a voucher. Very, very good deal. They are available elsewhere but there's a very good deal in Ikea folks if you want a natural Christmas tree. He came back with two all you know, pleased as punch. It hadn't taken him very long. Unwrapped one and it was great. Unwrapped the other and he'd been sold an absolute dud because no. it's big on the top and on the bottom of the tree it looks like someone's gone in with a grade number one shaver <laughs> and given it a haircut. Oh, it, but it, do you it, know what? It looks so bad. But do you know, I like those. I, it sounds really silly, um, but we've had one of those in the past and I, I try to teach my children that you should be happy with the ugly shaped things as well. It's a it's a life lesson. Do you know what I mean? We yes. can't all be perfect. It's like, you know, it's like the odd shaped carrots that get sold in the shops. They get left till last. You know, you've got to, you've got to tell kids it doesn't have to be perfect. Oh, oh I like Ali. this, Ali. I like this, Ali. I the was about shaped. to say, so he's going to take it back to no. the no, do not take it back. It's a life lesson. Oh, no, I, I, I have a real problem with things that aren't aesthetically pleasing. Yeah, she's got a bit of an OCD. This could be dangerous. <laughs> because it's my... It's my any, anyway, I will pictures. come back How to you on that it? one. I did try and make a phone call to Ikea, by the way, to phone them up about their weird Christmas tree. I think it's I'm glad he, I wasn't privy to that. Because he, because he picked another one and got the slightly not quite right one. Um, Anyway, talking about uh, hunting for bargains and trying to achieve perfection, uh, we've been trawling the Football Club's <laughs> Christmas websites. Please do send these in at Offside Rule Pod as well, guys, if we've missed anything. Uh, the thing that we're looking to beat is Southend's gnome doing an overhead kick. Oh, they yes. They have a lot of gnomes. There so are a lot. what you need to be aware of, Kate, is mm. for the last few years, Ali and I, it is yeah. one of our jobs every Christmas to go <laughs> to a Christmas shop at one football club and you do a feature. Now, I've done Arsenal for a few years. Yep, I've done them at Arsenal, I've done them at Chelsea, I've done them at Liverpool, Kate, as well. And wow, one so you're year, one step ahead. One year I did one where I combined loads of different shops and I decided for this one I would have a look at what presents I would buy you girls for Christmas. Oh, Do you want to know? Yes. Okay, so Kate, you've got a t-shirt that says Merry Clopmas. Oh my God, oh, I love happy it. happy with yes. that? Yes. Um, Lindsay, I'm not sure you're going to be quite so happy with your one. You haven't got me the Wolves so bikini, have you? It's not a Wolves bikini. It's Basically, it's a Wolves necklace oh. but it looks a bit like a Hazchem sign. Oh. Like it looks a 
bit dodgy. I mean, I love the club, mm. but this sounds a bit tat. Yeah, there's not, there's not. Sorry. And and if you wanted to buy one for me, I already know what I would like. That this, isn't how Christmas works, Ali. I know, no. but I've got to put this one out there because it's <laughs> awesome. It's a Chelsea toaster, but when it toasts your toast, it actually puts CFC in it. That's in the toast. genius. So from how much is the toaster, Ali? I don't know. I didn't look it's at probably the quite expensive. Lindsay, have you got a, th- a few to throw in? I have. Now, from these features that we've done, I remember a few, but I thought I would go back to last year and what was on the Christmas list because in these features, like Ali's alluded to, what sometimes we do is we throw to another reporter who says, I've got this and another, another reporter, well, I've got Jazzy, that. Jazzy. And I was trying to remember some of them. So let's go 2018 and see if they could top it for this year. Um, one of my favourites was DIY implements. Um, So Leicester, the one that made me laugh the most was Leicester had a tape measure, (laughs) which I thought not only is it appealing to all the DIY people out there uh, that when they want to measure up for their IKEA purchases, who we're mentioning for a third time today, uh, they can get their Leicester tape measure out. That's quite good. Can you buy a hammer from West Ham? Yes, you can can get a hammer from West Ham. One of the cheapest ones, but a nice little stocking filler. Your favourite club at the moment, Southampton. Yes. Air fresheners. Everyone needs an air freshener, Christmas air freshener. That's a bit odd. an air freshener. Just on this kind of tool stroke equipment thing, can you buy a knife from the blades? I, I, I would hope not. not. <laughs> I would hope not. You're probably not allowed to. The, the one that I've done a few times at, at Arsenal, because that is is the club that I've featured the most doing this Christmas roundup, is the the Christmas tropical shirt. Yes, which I've seen I it. always wonder unless you're going on a really nice holiday or going to Australia for Christmas. Yeah, where yeah. are you going to wear who, that? Who it's so bad, it's good. I quite mm. like that. You know, I'm going to show you a few here. So there is the Paul Smith Manchester United backpack. Now these these that sounds two expensive. Have an official partnership but you can actually there you go get the whole stadium on your backpack wouldn't be my backpack of choice and it's 440 (gasps) odd quid well it definitely wouldn't be Uh, your your backpack of choice wouldn't be my backpack (laughs) of choice actually Uh, kate at liverpool they have a perfume as well and one year when i did the feature i spritzed myself in it and i stank of it the whole day oh you got it there yeah i'm now i'd actually pointed that out as well and when you say stank of it was it not a pleasing aroma ali bender this particularly what this particular one was not a nice one they also had a mat that you can wipe your feet on i thought it'd be quite funny spurs, to spurs do yeah, the, the exactly. doormat yeah also i w- well what i really want for christmas is the megan rapino all i want for christmas is equal pay it's yeah. a jumper and it reads merry christmas and a rapino year if you get that yeah. um and it shows you her golden boot from the world cup and that one uh, actually looks quite Christmassy as well. Have a little look at this. It's actually quite a nice jumper. There we go. And that, of course, makes reference to oh, yeah. um, the US I national like the women's message team. more than the jumper. I would agree with that. I quite like Speaking the of golden boots, um, what Harry Kane did last year was, I think, one of the, the best things of Christmas. He put his golden boot at the top of his Christmas tree, like, a, you yeah. know, like an angel or a, like star. a star. I think that's great. Well, talking of Harry Kane, have a little look at this. It's the Spurs Harry Kane. I think it's called Bricks or it's BRXLZ. I don't know how you pronounce it but um how would you like to buy that for christmas it's basically lego (laughs) made out of bricks uh with several flat surfaces and right angles involved nothing like harry kane (laughs) absolutely it looks i I don't know what it looks like yeah it 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 really does not look like him uh at all uh and one of my favorite things as well and and it's half price 12 pounds 50 reduced from 25 quid it's the spurs tottenham hotspur match game it's like a guess who in connect four you've got to be the first person to match five of your favorite tottenham hotspur squad players in a row i'm guessing it's reduced before several of them possibly don't (laughs) renew their contracts yeah uh it is here for you ladies there we go Uh, i'm just turning it around to show you 
Love and it's kind I. of like, it looks like a sort of a guess who game. So I like go. a game. Can't go wrong with a game. That is Christmas wrapped up. Well done. We've got time for a very brief any other business. Uh, Lindsay, one line, please. Chris Kamara, Christmas album, Ooh, out now. I topical. spoke to him about it when he was recording. And now, several months later, it's out in the shops. He's quite the crooner. Let's have a listen. There was Dasher and Dancer and Prancer and Vixen Comet and Cupid and Donna and Blitzen But do you recall the most famous reindeer of all? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer had a very shiny nose Ali Bender Oh, just when we were talking about longest service serving managers um, currently, I did have a little sort of look around and the, the, the longest serving of all time, this one's incredible, Guy Roux uh, was at Auxerre, but he spent 53 years there because he began his <laughs> playing time there, but then he came back as a manager, but 44 years as a manager. So I thought I'd throw that one in wow, as well. Wow, that one's insane. Uh, Liverpool's 4-0 Champions League victory over Barcelona was the most popular video on YouTube for UK users in 2019. Nearly 10 million people um, have viewed one particular set of highlights of the games. So there you go, topping the YouTube charts there, Liverpool and Barcelona in the Champions League. And a quick mention, uh, it's not just uh, the FAWSL top teams that get to play at big stadiums. Shout out for Plymouth Argyle ladies who play Watford at Home Park in front of the new grandstand. Uh, that's this weekend, so do go and support them if you can. All right, that's it. We're done. Hopefully you're feeling more festive now than ever before and you've added a few little ideas to the Christmas list. We are. We're reminded that we're on Jack Radio for four o'clock on Fridays. Our John Barnes interview, the Offside World Exclusives, is out now. So have a listen to that. Some interesting comments on Liverpool and their roster of players. Uh, he's also talking racism and Christmas at the Barnes house as well, which is very nice. Uh, we're on uh, all social platforms at Offside Rule Pod. Do check us out there. And on our website, website offsiderulepodcast.com don't forget we are as we record midway through revealing our top 100 best female players of 2019 in collaboration with the guardian pop over to our website or our social channels and you'll find all the information there as the countdown heads to number one we're in the guardian this week rich lavitt has been in charge of this mm-hmm. for us as he is every year he is the brainchild of the top 100 female players it's the only place in the world where you'll get this 93 judges have nominated the top 100 players it is an awesome awesome rundown Ali thank you very much you're off to Manchester now I am I've got an interview with Ashley Young and Lindsay what you are I'm doing Fantasy Premier League podcast and then I'm at Arsenal versus Brighton later fabulous all right well listeners thank you very much for joining us I will see you soon bye you go put your tree up the Offside Rule is a Muddy Knees Media production. For sales and advertising, email sales at muddykneesmedia.com. Hey, you know John Barnes that Kate just mentioned there? Well, here's a little sneak listen of that John Barnes exclusive. If we win the league this year on 90 points, is that a better year than finishing second on 97 points? It is in terms of us winning the league, but that would have meant that Manchester City underachieved and did worse. Mm. So that's why I say last year cannot be beaten. And of course, I'll be happy to win the league on 90 points this year, but I won't say that this is a better season than last season if we lose three games and win the league on 90 points. So it's an exciting time because we have now given... You're going to support, we trust him, and we always have. And if you trust and you support and you have that harmony on togetherness, the fans, the Liverpool family, or football family, generally speaking, 
you can succeed. Because Liverpool haven't got better players than Manchester United or Arsenal or Tottenham. Well, they have more harmony, more belief, togetherness, belief in the manager. Because Jurgen's record wasn't better than Brendan's for the first two years. But because we trusted him and we believed in him, we allowed him to manage. We allowed him to drop Daniel Sturridge. We allowed him to drop Sacco. Brendan would have wanted to do the same thing, but he couldn't because the fans didn't trust him. And you look at what a good Brendan, manager Brendan is now. Look at him at Celtic, look at him at Leicester. We did him at his service. I'm glad that Jurgen's here. But had we supported Brendan more? I'm very sure he could have done the same thing. You like the sound of that and want to hear more? Just scroll back in your feed and see where it says John Barnes exclusive and have a listen. It's all right here on the Offside Rule. Sports Social Podcast Network. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.